Hello everyone, welcome to Jay-Z and the Amazing Technicolor Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Zerby, and this is episode 13. To be quite honest, I didn't think I'd make it this far. It's hard enough coming up with content for the blog on a semi-weekly basis, but doing something like this every single week is especially challenging. But I'm up to it. I just need some coffee to keep it going. So head on over to buy me a coffee. As always, the link is in the show description, and help keep me energized. And if you have any suggestions for topics you'd like me to discuss, send me an email at jeremyzerbycoaching at yahoo.com. The news the past few weeks has been distressing, especially if you're a parent or work with children. According to recent data, after a survey of parents by the Pew Research Center, 40% say that their kids struggling with anxiety and depression is their main concern. This shift in concern is thought to be influenced in part by the pandemic and access to social media by children. A parent's job has just been getting that much more challenging, or at least challenging in different ways over the past few years. But are we really as concerned as we claim to be? Pandemic worries closed our schools and businesses. And we can argue about them all we want. But one thing that all of us can agree on, I think, is that they had an impact on our children. But are we really as concerned as we claim to be? don't think that we are. All too often, we are more concerned about our own agendas as parents than we are about the impact of our agendas on our children. I talked about it in a previous episode and blog, but parents wanted schools to reopen from their pandemic closures not because of the impact it was having on on their kids' education, but rather because they didn't want to be in charge of teaching their children anymore. Then. When the schools did reopen, they still wanted to be in complete control over the curriculum. They started acting like total jerks toward teachers and school boards in order to advance an anti-woke agenda. These actions have nothing to do with what is best for our children. As I talked about last week, LGBTQ youth are far more likely to be the victims of bullying and the intrusive thoughts that come with it than their straight counterparts. This makes it all that much more important that they have fair representation or safe places to be who they are. Then comes along a new conservative parents group in Michigan, and it's in other states too. This group calls itself the Great Schools Initiative. We'll be calling them the GSI. Their goal is to expand the definition of sex education in Michigan schools in such a way that it actively excludes LGBTQ conversations. Michigan allows parents to opt their children out of the existing sex ed program, and so the GSI has created their own opt-out form, which allows parents to opt their children out of, quote, other sex education not approved by the District Board of Education. They're calling this rogue sex ed, and it includes the following. 
teachers, staff, or administrators displaying or distributing sexuality or gender paraphernalia like LGBTQ flags or gay pride stickers. Teaching lessons or discussions in gender, sec gender and sexuality, social justice, or gender and sexuality activism. Use, instruction, discussion, or teaching of gender-neutral bathrooms. Access to books and materials in the classroom libraries with references to non-biological gender identities or storylines. Containing any type of non-heterosexual relationships and or explicit sexual activities of any kind. School-wide activities that teach, discuss, or promote concepts about gender or sexual identities gender or sexual expression, or other gender concepts, such as LGBTQ Pride Week. Is this really in the best interest of the children? Or does this have more to do with the wishes and desires of the parents? And let's not forget the one problem we have refused to address when it comes to our schools and our children. Guns. I could go on and on, but let that suffice. Our kids have become collateral of our own ideologies. It doesn't matter if children die or suffer, as long as our ideology win the, wins the day. In other words, we don't care. In July of last year, I wrote a series of pieces on what we owe our children. In the last part, I spoke to a few of the, at the time, recent Supreme Court decisions regarding abortion, guns, and civil rights. And then I said, we owe our children a better, freer world. We owe our children the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Instead, we have relegated those rights only to those who have already attained them and who have not been born yet. Those in the middle have nothing. No, we have not given our children a better and freer world. Our children are treated as collateral damage as long as our own dogmas win the day. We simply don't care about what happens to our kids. I heard a story on another podcast today about a couple of foster parents who are being charged with murder. They listened to someone claiming that the child they had fostered was suffering from demon possession and were given some steps to address the situation. One day, the mother sent a picture to the father, saying she was having problems swaddling him. The picture showed the child duct taped to the floor. This kind of thing has nothing to do with what is in the best interest of the child. This is, this is all about the parents doing what will make them feel better about their misbehaving child. We are doing the exact same 
with our misguided attempts to ban books and banning discussions on race and civil rights in the LGBTQ community. It is simply not in our children's best interest to keep them ignorant. Our ideologies are being wielded as weapons and our children are suffering the consequences. What can we do? How can we change this? The answer is simple. We need to put the needs of our children before our own political wishes. Know what you talk about before you show up to the school board meetings. Instead of just spitting out whatever some conservative interest group has told you to be scared about. When you consider your stance on a policy, consider the impact of that policy on your children. Ultimately, we need to be asking ourselves what is more important, our children or fill in the blank. You will likely have to make some sacrifices, but aren't our nation's children and our nation's future worth it? Aren't your children and your children's future worth it?